This podcast contains strong adult content, probably crude language, and general fuckery. So put those kids away. (laughs) Get them out of here. Good evening. In a landmark ruling, the Supreme Court today legalized abortion. Huge increases in sexually transmitted diseases. Transgender rights is a fundamental human right. There is a right to marriage equality. I repeat, speaking to you from the steps of the Supreme Court, there is a right to marriage equality. Should sex education be taught to our kids? Rolling back contraceptive coverage for women. To make sure that women get the health care that they need. So we've got Hello, a lot of work and welcome to Thank you Frisky much. History. Frisky History is a podcast series that explores the humorous, bizarre, and sometimes horrifying history of sexual health. And my name is Robin Schmitz. What up? I'm Lacey. What up? Gonzalez. So today, yeah. um, well, we're all full. We Wait, just, we, oh. I'm sorry. Mm, <laughs> before we, we start. <laughs> no, before you get into should it, I, I just wanted to ask, like, yeah, maybe you should go. <laughs> I'm going to do this with my dog for the rest of the time. Um. No, I was just gonna see how you are. <laughs> oh my god, how are you? Oh my god, how, how's it going? So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was so your birthday? Good. Oh my god, thanks. It was great. It was really fun. Um, I ate a big donut and looked mm. over the water yes. and watched uh, Stranger Things and fell asleep at like ten thirty. Did you finish yeah. Stranger Things yet? No. Okay. Did you? So. Yes. And I feel like I may bring this up later because maybe I'll have a reason to. For now, I'm not going to just in case that you think it's a spoiler. So I partially did this um, greedily, selfishly. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> um, because I've, I've been waiting to tell you something oh my God. that happened. Stop. Because <laughs> I kind of wanted to text you like the morning after, but then I was like, Save it for the podcast because, you know, you need the good air. (laughs) Um, So we were asleep and (laughs) um, it would have been Wednesday night maybe and um, we were awoken by screaming. And I know. uh, So so it was in the building too. It definitely wasn't like through the window screaming. It was definitely through the walls screaming. Oh, Jesus. that just made me think of that terrible song. Sorry, I was like, should I make a joke about sweat dripping down my balls? And I decided not oh, to. Anyway, sorry. So we like were that. awoken by screaming, and um, it was this definitely. <laughs> oh I'm a, okay. So it was either a couple fighting and breaking up, mm. or someone broke into someone's house and murdered them. Oh, I mean, okay. it could be either <laughs> really of those different. things. Um, yeah. I like to think it was the latter because it sounds more fun, but oh my God. <laughs> the lack of police officers that we've had in the building makes me think it was probably just some domestic, some light domestic violence. Oh, yikes. No big deal. Oh. So there's like yelling and screaming and they're talking, but you can't really understand the girl because she's screaming so much. Oh my God. And there's so many noises and it's like them walking, but like stomping around. Um, I... Uh-huh thought at one point the guy yelled like calm the fuck down or something or you're being crazy i can't remember but oh my god it was just a lot of fighting and then um we hear door slam and then we hear someone walking and then the front door opens and shuts and a car like took off from the from outside of our window it was super fucking loud so i'm assuming it had to be the dude's car because it's one of those cars like those really annoying engines it's just like way too fucking loud or it's the exhaust. I don't know what makes that sound, but it's awful. 
And that was like, by the time the car left, it was like 5.15 in the morning. And Jesus. so Danny was, my husband Danny was like, um, I'm going to take the dogs out because we're, I'm up. It's fine. I'm just going to take them out. It sounded like that. I don't know if you can hear that on air, but it was, it was that guy. He knows I'm talking about him. Uh, so Danny takes the dogs out and then I just get this message. I, I get a text message because I'm trying to go back to sleep and it just says there's blood all over the door. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fucking the front door. Whoa. So on the front door, <laughs> we have this like handle and you have to put your thumb on the little latch and push it down to open it just for listeners at home so you know what, <laughs> what it's like to be me but apparently danny said there was blood on the handle and like someone obviously had blood all over their hands and then they touched the glass oh also God. with a bloody hand and like smeared it on the glass door so naturally well at first i called him and i was like be careful like who knows what's going what the fuck is happening right now and then I immediately, after being on the phone with him for like 30 seconds, sent him a text message. I was like, but also, if it's still there, when you get back, take a picture. <laughs> I really want to see what it looks like. But I'm not leaving the apartment right now. Um, oh, my God. It was not there, unfortunately. He's, he, like, right when Danny started to come back inside with the dogs after walking them, there were um, paramedics outside Whoa. of the building. And one of them was cleaning the door with alcohol spray. So what? So because it was the, it was Halloween. Okay, so it was Wednesday morning because it was the day after Halloween, and we were like, oh, shit. "Was it fake blood?" But then we also were like, "There wouldn't be a paramedic cleaning up something with alcohol if it were." Yes. So pretty sure it was real blood. And oh, that's fucking crazy. I know, right? <laughs> I just oh, I want to save God. that text message and frame it forever because it was like all of my dreams coming true because I felt oh, like God. I was in like a horror movie. <laughs> Just reading that in, like, pitch oh dark apartment. I mean, it's not that dark, because obviously we live in the city where there's always lights outside, yeah. but dark enough. And also, right before I lay back down, I kind of thought someone was sitting in the desk chair that I'm currently sitting in. And then I was like, oh, I think that's just, like, the light from the, oh from the Wi-Fi <laughs> router hitting the chair. And it's just being weird. You're fine. Go to bed. Um, I'm sure that's what that was. But it was still, sure. like, I was just in this, like... <laughs> creeped out mood and then i just get this wonderful text message and oh i was like this God. is both amazing and i've been trying to there's a woman who lives in this building who takes her dogs out um usually like the same time i take the dogs out at night and i've been trying to find her and like creepily try to find her so i can see if she knows what's going on yeah. because she was a very good source of information when like our property manager quit working here and no one said no one knew except her oh and God. some mattresses got set on fire outside so she's like knowing all these things she was like out there okay. when it happened she tried to put it out with her foot and then it just like i don't what? know hot flames and so she's oh obviously God. the person to talk to you so yeah. i'm still trying to track her down so i can figure out exactly like what the fuck happened but Jeez. yeah, it was like, <laughs> I wonder if there would be like some kind of record of that in like a newspaper or I tried. Like, you did. I Googled it. Oh shit. I couldn't find anything. Oh, apparently in crazy. 2011, someone was hit. A woman was hit by a car on our street because that okay. result kept coming up. And at first I was like, <gasps> and then I was like, wait, no, that doesn't make sense. It was inside the building. <laughs> I don't think she got hit by an, and it was 2011. So obviously yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe, but probably not. Uh, so, but I just uh, wanted to tell you that story because of how much God. you know murder fascinates us. I also and can't believe you like waited that long I to tell me. <laughs> I've honestly been thinking about it for quite uh, a long time. Jesus, that's amazing. I know. I mean, we're talking about it. We're like, oh my god, that's incredible. It was just the best, and it's like, 
everyone's okay. Yeah, honestly, there's a chance someone maybe got hit, and, you know, I'm hoping, uh, best case scenario, like, stuff was thrown, or maybe a guy punched a wall, because they right, do right. that when they get mad sometimes. They do, it's You logical, know, yeah. so that may have been all of it, uh, right. but... God, <laughs> that is so intense. I was, it was really, like, crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my God. On Halloween, too. Ooh, that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to say it's perfect, but I'm just... I hope everyone's right, it's okay. it's awful. <laughs> We're terrible people, and it's fine. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Well, thank you for telling me that. <laughs> You're welcome. And I really... Now I really want to know what happened. I know. I'm going to try and find out. <sighs> I'll... Stay tuned. Yeah, stay <laughs> to tuned. To be continued. <laughs> On the next episode. <laughs> but I have a sort of spooky Halloween-ish story. Not spooky. Okay, right. it's not very spooky. It's fine, Yours no. was very spooky. <laughs> it, really was. it was probably um, just a, your standard domestic violence case. Oh, sure, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I got this package. Well I, I, well, I didn't get this package. I got this notice on my door that's like, sorry, we missed you. And it checked off that it was like a letter but I had to be there to sign for it. That's weird. I was like, okay, that's like weird. And then I went to the post office um, to pick it up, and they were, the guy kept coming out, and he's like, "Do you know where it's from? Like, do you know anything about this package?" And I was like, "I have no idea. Like, it was my birthday, Ooh. so I don't know." Uh-huh, yeah, maybe it was like, like your like, grandma no sending you like a twenty-five dollar check, and she was like really worried. <laughs> <laughs> what was well, that's also that's what I was thinking, and then he was like, "It looks like it's from overseas," and I was like, the fuck? "What?" And I was thinking, I just got a new job, so maybe they're trying to send me like paperwork. Um, and then I was like, "But it's from overseas," like, and I still don't know what it is and they're like we'll call you and i'm like <sighs> that is the worst because like i just want to like there's nothing i can do right. and i'm just sitting here waiting for this mysterious package to show up and it's never going to show up and they're probably never going to find it and they're never going to call me that's that's it that's crazy it sucks because <laughs> i, I want to know what it is yeah <laughs> and this thing happened to me in like high school where i got flowers for my graduation and they showed up in the mail anonymously with like no note and I asked all of my family members, oh my fucking nobody was like, yeah, we got those flowers for you. And it's still to this day, it's like <gasps> bugging the shit out of me. I have no idea. That's, like, yeah, you, would, you, you have a secret. You definitely have some sort of secret <laughs> admirer slash stalker. It's <laughs> just like waiting and watching. Oh, like every few years is like yeah. sending me the shit. But Oh my God, just wait until one day you get like an envelope that's just full of hair. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, Jesus. Yeah. So that's my current like spooky mystery, and I don't know, man. I'll I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll keep me posted, posted on that. It's probably gonna be like fucking and like a Coles catalog or something. I can't. It's from Sweden. They just shipped it directly to you because they knew you Jesus. needed it. Some anyway. bedside furniture. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, Halloween's the best, and yeah, I'm glad we both have it. some, like, actual spooky <laughs> stories. <laughs> but also all terrible, and we hope everyone's okay. Yeah, everybody, uh, please be okay. I hope I'm not getting sent, to, like, poison or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Open it slowly. Maybe I'll open it. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, love you, babe. <laughs> Did, you just... Did you just check this for me? <laughs> Just in case. Oh my god. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, we're we're running a podcast right. here. Back to business. <laughs> um so I researched um yeah, my topic this week is the birth of like the American housewife stereotype, um, which kind of 
is like more or less just like the American housewife stereotype in the 1960s because I feel like the stereotype has been around for like ever. Yeah. <laughs> since like cave sure. women times. Um, That's true. Yeah. Because men would go hunt and ladies were there to bear children and gar- have their g- period. Gar- yeah. <laughs> Gather berries and stick them up there. Yeah. So. Yeah, oh, so that's interesting. Yeah, this is how like the more like the um when you think of I guess like advertisements from like the 50s and 60s how like the woman is wearing heels and an apron and the dress and like is perfectly made up. So this is kind of how that got to be huge. Um and originally I was going to research like food and sex mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. how how like the evolution of food and sex has become a thing and what it's evolved into but then i like started doing research on this one i'll get to it but like i just like dove into this one person because it was just like so it's really interesting now i'm like building it up so don't get your hopes (laughs) (laughs) definitely go back to food and sex though later because i know i'm definitely going to because (laughs) this is like this is like the starting point so i could definitely see this feeding into that as well huh, i love it I love- um <laughs> we're a serialized podcast now you need to hear every episode in order <laughs> exactly back in episode two <laughs> um, so um so this the housewife stereotype in like the 1960s was sort of the opposing force of like second wave feminism which is really interesting which i think makes this like so much stronger because it's like there were two there were clearly like two sides two two like sides of women you were either like a feminist or you were like maribel morgan who is this author that wrote this like this book called a total woman um and i'm not even gonna get into that yet but i'll come back to it later i have i just have so much i want to tell you so (laughs) so basically in the 50s and 60s there were a lot of books that were published about like sex education kind of but Mm -hmm. more like um people sort of speculating about sex because nobody ever talked about sex in like normal conversations in like the 50s it was like unheard of so um people would write books being like oh do you have questions about sex you probably do because no one talks about it so like here's everything you need to know so this guy david rubin wrote this book um called Everything you always wanted to know about sex, but were too afraid to ask, which was later turned into, uh, parodied by um, Woody Allen, which that's a whole other can of beans. <laughs> so um, he, uh, David Rubin, the author of this book, was a psychiatrist from California. Um, he was a quote unquote sex expert and an author. Oh. Um, he was quoted saying, I generally try to avoid having sex more than once a day. Why I'd never get any writing done. Oh, so this oh is the kind of guy that yeah he's like oh just once a day <laughs> cap it off there no more. So for me. I, yeah I can only imagine that this um, information that he was providing uh, did did it say it was primarily to a female audience or was yeah, it just for well, everyone? That's, that's what pisses me off is that it's like to like targeted toward. I mean I guess it's for everyone like everybody read it but it like basically emphasize that like women are only fulfilled when they're doing things for their husbands Ew. Right? <laughs> um, I, I was wondering that because of yeah. like i f- i feel like this has probably always been around since also since cave people um <laughs> uh that men aren't really 
like that, especially mm. among men, like, you know, locker room talk, quote unquote, oh, you know, that mm-hmm. men talk pretty freely about sex with their male counterparts. And right. so I feel like this would just be aimed at women without implicitly saying it. Right. But definitely would be because women are the ones who don't like, oh, we don't talk about that with our female friends. You oh, know? exactly. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. And I also feel like the information they were given, now that you've said that, now I know for sure the information they were being given, <laughs> probably not the best. Yeah. I um, doubt it talked about many things that would actually help the ladies. Yeah, it is just wild what this guy suggests. Um, so this was like one of the first sex manuals, sex manuals that um, entered the mainstream culture in like the 60s. Um, and it had like it actually had like a profound effect on sex education since it like sparked a dialogue between everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it was just something that everybody was so hush hush about. And then like this book came out and everyone like freaked out about it. And it was like this best selling book, I guess, because it's like super intriguing if it's like something that's forbidden to talk about. Obviously, yeah, you I, could talk see, about it. <laughs> I could see the appeal of the like taboo thing. Yeah. And then it being like super. I guess it's kind of like now when we're open when the more open-minded you are the more you're like let's talk about how open-minded we are (laughs) oh my god yeah and also it's just like buying like in high school you would i would like sneak a fucking cosmopolitan magazine totally oh my my god i had so i did that so many times so funny and like looking back i'm like those tips were (laughs) terrible right they were so bad just horrifying i I remember (laughs) reading once um to have wear okay it's so specific and I don't know why I remember it this well <laughs> wear silk underwear and have your you know sex partner take a hair dryer and like <laughs> blow <laughs> the heat <laughs> on your vagina Whoa. and I'm like I don't know first of all that sounds dangerous no uh, that's so awful sweaty um, <laughs> downstairs does not sound super hot like the best thing ever <laughs> that is not so there's a taste of cosmo oh my from God. my day yeah wow <laughs> terrible I'm really glad you remember that i can't think of any that stuck out to me but that is a really good there one. were so many too that i felt like you had to use your pillows like put your pillow under your back put it yeah. under your butt put it under your head just eat it, it. <laughs> <laughs> just stick it inside you <laughs> fuck a pillow <laughs> Oh my god, it's so upsetting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they still, they're still so yeah. successful. Oh my god, you should buy one and I know. read it next time. I know, and the thing time. is, I would totally still read one and be like, this is dumb, and then I'd be like, is it dumb? <laughs> <laughs> or will I try it? Yeah, so, coming soon, sex advice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking Cosmo. Um, so, basically, going off of that, David Rubin wrote this book. Um, it was basically the Cosmopolitan of... This time it was published in 1969, so it was that <laughs> nice. <laughs> Did he plan that? <laughs> he waited his entire life. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm swear no, to God, I'm gonna let you finish this. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. <laughs> so <laughs> it also was. It was positive in a way because it's like it denounced slut shaming and it was like men and women can kind of sleep with whoever they want however many people they want like it shouldn't be anyone else's business so like okay cool 
But then, <laughs> um, a lot of what he said was hugely ridiculed because he said some like really dumb shit where he was like, um, <laughs> he said Coca Cola makes the best douche, and like immediately doctors were like, "Don't do that! <laughs> it doesn't like you could Please die." No. <laughs> He's um, like, it makes the best douche. I like, what are your what are your sources? <laughs> yeah, what are your sources? Yeah, like, uh, what are you douching with Coke? Because that sounds hard. Oh, oh my god. Man. Oh, the fizziness. No, no, right? <laughs> I know, and it's uh, maybe uh, like a part of me is like, maybe that would be interesting, but then the other part of me is like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> A big, a much no. bigger part of me. I just kind of, is it bad, though, that we're willing to drink it and digest it, but we're like, don't put it up our vagina. Yeah, I mean, I, get, I don't know, because then that could apply to all kinds of food, because it's, it's like, true, oh, yeah. I just ate a huge taco yeah. with all the fixings. Or, or like, I I... the other <laughs> We did it's just do that. Cheese. That's a true story. We just ate tacos with all the fixings. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess if you go the other way, it also doesn't make any sense because it's just like, don't put tampons in your mouth. Just don't. It's <laughs> like, not a good idea. <laughs> okay, so we let's see, we're learning that. so much. Yeah. Okay, okay. Vagina and Stick mouth are us. just two totally different subjects. <laughs> anyway, oh Coke is a good douche. Got it, got it. Yep, yep. tell all your friends. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, keeping in mind that this was a time that was that like TV couples were still sleeping in like separate beds and like oh, wow. um like condoms like you couldn't buy condoms at a pharmacy or if you did they were like behind the counter so it was like kind of a scandalous purchase Ooh, okay. um and abortion was still illegal so it's like still like yeah so this this book sort of changed a lot about how people viewed sex um but it's still, like, said some dumb shit. Uh, anyway. Oh, so, yeah. So you asked about how he, like, how if that was, like, directed toward women. Mm -hmm. He later on, in 1972, he published a book called Any Woman Can. So, you know, that is a man telling you how to have sex. Oh, I just, like, <laughs> I feel like that's such a vague title that you just don't know what you're going to get when you open it. Like, Any Woman Can be an yeah. astronaut <laughs> fly a plane around the world god invent only, right coding or <sighs> take it up the butt fucking... yeah. <laughs> like, woman can. Which one, what are we talking on the spectrum of what women can do that's oh that's such a good fucking point that's so upsetting uh, <laughs> i'm guessing it's the low end of that because <laughs> the it's... whole book is just like any woman can have good sex if you just try <laughs> We're so. not the problems. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. We're not the ones inside problem. This. I mean, if I'm just saying, and even if one person is not and the other person is, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Just food for thought. You know, um, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I'm already mad about this book because it's just a man trying to lecture women about sex mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so some of the tips that he gives in there are just <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> so <laughs> the one of the the quotes that i read from it was um if a woman wants to make herself indispensable to a man uh she can pull out 
all the stops and unleash the ultimate weapon, oh, milk. Milk. Okay. So, oh, right? <laughs> so, uh-huh. Uh-huh. he said that since male babies are nursed, men become fixated on milk for life. Mm-hmm. Uh, thus, <laughs> a woman <laughs> wishing to men a particular man should make sure to serve him coffee with cream, dairy-based meals, uh, and plenty of ice cream so she becomes associated with milk. Isn't that horrifying? That is so <laughs> horrifying. And what about the dudes who are lactose intolerant? Like, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I mean, what about them? Like, woman, stop. <laughs> yeah, no more so ice sick. cream, please. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> I guess he would remember uh, you forever. That's so true. <laughs> the woman who tried to kill me with dairy. <laughs> also, I'm surprised that this theory formed from breastfeeding went for the feeding part and not the breast part. <laughs> I, I feel like if, if if you have boobs and milk and you're like, which yeah. one, dudes? I feel like, like we give me the milk, <laughs> give me the sweet, sweet lactose. Fucking <laughs> lactose. Yeah, so that's his advice, and I think it says a lot more about like his own fetishes than like. Yeah. Oh my god. He's like, dudes love oh, it. Just... Oh, all those oh, poor women afraid. who must have had to pour milk all over. Oh my it's god, just, uh, they were probably douching with milk. I know. Which and, honestly uh, sounds better than Coke, though. If yeah. I had to choose. God, I don't even know. I don't know. So many true. factors. It's <laughs> a lot going. Is it warm? Is it cold? <laughs> oh God. What's the date? <laughs> What's the expiration date on it? Is this uh, flat coke? <laughs> the details before I make my decision. Only. God. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's upsetting. Yeah. Um, and he also said, <laughs> he also said that like, um, this is a little more tame, but still gross. Um, the he said, quote, the girl who gives her man a back rub after a hard day at the office mm-hmm. does more for herself and him than a whole week of afternoons at her hairdresser. So a lot of layers. <laughs> I, like my skin is boiling. Like I feel my blood boiling. Yeah, yeah. that's upsetting. <laughs> so hard, and it's just like, oh, like oh, there's so many parts of that. Like, I just have to like you could like, every stop. Yeah, you could have stopped <clears throat> after the back rub. Yeah, after a hard day's work, or you could have stopped <laughs> after it'll be good, better. What was it? Good enough for but man, woman and man. It's um, I don't it does. Him. <laughs> I know, God forbid. Um, <laughs> it does more for herself and him than a whole week. Right, right. So, so like, stop after him, and of then course. but then you add on the other layer of being like a condescending <laughs> asshole. Oh, totally. And talking about her hair when it's just yeah, because like, uh, that, that's all why women do. Why do you think <laughs> that they went to the hairdresser all <laughs> fucking the time, every day? <laughs> not for themselves. I mean, they may have. That's not true. You know, right, some right, of totally. us like to just like pamper ourselves for fun. Absolutely. But probably <laughs> more than likely, they were doing it to meet your societal standards. Oh, for sure. On them Especially looking that time. perfect all the time. Exactly. Oh, that's a huge God. part of it. Yeah. So, oh, so don't forget to rub your man on the back. Yes. <laughs> Milk. Back rubs. <laughs> Milk that back. So. Oh, God. Let's combining is... all of these together. It's going to be a wild ride. <laughs> uh, 
God. And the worst thing that he said, I know we've said some horrible things. Um, we've repeated horrible things that he has said. Right, right, right. Um, this is the worst. And it's not even like, it's not even funny. It's just so, so horrible. Um, so he, I'm going to just say it because, you know, now that I've talked it up so much. It's a safe um, <laughs> In my closet. In your fucking closet. <laughs> um, we're recording this in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> all kinds of things it's fun um so get ready to be sad um he said quote most women don't know this but they can fight off an attacker attacker at least 90 percent of the time with hardly a risk to themselves all they have to do is appear to cooperate until he exposes himself if the lady then takes the testicles in her left hand and smashes them as hard as she can with the right fist once or twice he will lose all interest in sex Okay. Okay. So we're gonna take a break because we all we have to like r- just take a lap, <laughs> like run around the building. Okay. So, so dunk our faces in cold milk. <laughs> uh, okay. It's just so. So here, these are his tips for evading sexual assault mm-hmm. slash rape. Mm-hmm. Be into it. Wait for the dude to pull his pants down when you're sure to have a clear and open pathway to just straight up grab his balls and then sucker punch them with the right hand. Right, what if they're right. left-handed? First of all, you should not have been that yeah, specific. Do not specify. Um, <laughs> I mean, the real issue here. Oh, Jesus. 90% of the time, huh? That's an interesting number. I 90, wonder where yeah, he got it how from. Did, I'm going to say his ass. <laughs> his big, stupid ass. Just pulled it right God. out of there. Uh, oh, that's yeah. just gross. Like, what? Horrible. I, I think it's... if you are a sex expert, <laughs> in what way does that Ugh. then give you permission to talk really about, like, what women should be doing to... Oh my God, I it's can't. so. I just, I just. I don't even know what Ugh. to like say about it because it's so mm-hmm. horribly, horribly wrong. And now we're obviously in a very different time, but this still like people, women are still being attacked. And to say something like that to a woman who has been attacked, or it's just. So to, to make it to so... trivialize like what she could have done to save herself yeah like it's oh. as simple as just <sighs> gut punching him right in the sack no big deal <laughs> just and do it honestly yeah oh we do live in a different time if only that meant that um men especially ones in political uh positions stop saying these kinds of ridiculous things yeah uh, but they don't. They just keep doing it. They just do yeah. it. They do it all they want. And, uh, you They know. fucking get away with it. And they it's still totally will. Fine. This could be said today. And, you know, this guy would still be a fucking CEO somewhere. Absolutely. So it's just... Like, even though it is a different time, at the same time, it's like, all right. Yeah. I'm surprised that, like, anymore. <laughs> there, there wasn't some sort of extremely weird... Like... <sighs> Punching them in the balls is odd. Like it's it's an oddly specific thing to do to to cuff mm. them and then punch them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I am I am surprised that there isn't something weirder in there. Like with right. like his track history so far, <laughs> his lactate. Like it's like <laughs> I her. wonder. Yeah, because I feel like he's really into liquids. So it's just right, like right, what right. you know. Maybe it's like and then shake a can of Minute Maid <laughs> oh and just spray him in the face with it. <laughs> 
That's not a carbonated drink. That wouldn't even work. This is why please, this isn't my job. This attempt. is why I'm not a sex expert in 1969. Oh, uh, God, nice. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. So, that dude sucks. Um, yeah, he's I don't, I don't fucking... Ugh, I hate him a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so that's basically David Rubin. Um, nice to meet you, Dave. Uh, yeah, love. It's been a pleasure. Love you. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was published in 1972. So backtracking a little bit to 1963, mm-hmm. when uh, Fascinating Womanhood was published by Helen Andelin, um, who was a devout 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 i think it's devout devout mormon um so she mormon (laughs) fun yes Yes. and you hailing from well sort of hailing from yeah i moved here from salt lake city i didn't i didn't really have it i mean like i worked with a a lot of people who were mormon but they weren't like they weren't like flds like super um Mm. like where prairie dresses live on on um compound type mormons they were mm-hmm. just like modern day mormons right. um we really didn't talk about it much because they were my co-workers most of them so it was, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I did learn a few things that were like pretty mind-blowing <laughs> um but yeah okay so yeah celestial underpants that's a mormon thing right so <laughs> undergarments Celest- probably i shouldn't call them underpants and my apologies <laughs> to our mormon <laughs> listeners I haven't heard that word in a while. Um, But, okay, so Helen, uh, yes, she published this book called Fascinating Womanhood, um, which really encouraged, like, the picturesque uh, housewife stereotype, Mm -hmm. um, had to be made up, had to have the kids behaving at all times, um, (laughs) had to keep the house clean, had to keep telling her husband that she would be nothing without him, you know, the (laughs) usual. (laughs) just listening to her job. It's awful. That is that is a full time job though to be a housewife. Yeah, like and listen, if you're into it, if you're into this lifestyle, and you chose it for yourself, more power to you. For sure, you yeah. know, moms, we need them, but <laughs> some of us don't want to. Yeah, and to tell your husband that you'd be nothing without him, girl. Oh please, <laughs> you'll be on. fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. If anything, um, you'll have far less. You'll you'll have milk, so much more milk on hand. Yeah, because exactly. you won't be giving him all of your so dairy products. <laughs> you'll have so much more ice cream for yourself. Yeah, important. that's important. Goddamn. Okay, God damn. sorry. So Helen, um, let's talk about yeah. Helen. So this this is brief, but um, the one weird thing about her book was that she believed. Um, that women should always remain childlike, no matter what the situation. So, like, if she were angry at her husband, she would, like, kind of, like, mock pound on his chest and be like, uh, quote, this is a quote, um, how could you be so mean to a poor little girl like me? You're just a big meanie. And I refuse to say that in a baby voice, <laughs> but I'm sure that's how it's meant to be said. Right. And it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what so the it's fuck? pretty wild. Uh, I heard... I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. But no, I just... Please do. Um, so I, at one point in my life, uh, spent a ton of time listening to Loveline because I love Drew Pinsky. <laughs> I, I love Dr. Is. Drew. So Loveline, um, it's this like call-in late night radio show. I'm pretty sure it's in like LA or something. Um so it's but it's also on podcast one maybe um but it used to be 
Dr. Drew Pinsky and Adam, what's his name? I don't can't remember. Um, so it was Dr. Drew and Adam, and and so like people would call in with um questions, anything concerning like sex, their love life, their personal lives in general, even sometimes like mental health because Dr. Drew is a uh, I don't know if he's a, a psychiatrist or a psychologist but he's one of the two um I think he's a psychiatrist because I think they're the ones that can administer medicine. medicine yeah um so so yeah so he used to say all the time though I've learned so many like random <laughs> facts that they and they could be bullshit and a lot of people hate Dr. Drew but I fucking <laughs> love him um but he used to say that when women um when grown like women are stuck in this state of like having like a little girl type voice that usually that meant that they were sexually assaulted as a child and that they like remained in that state because of some sort of sexual trauma at at that age. So like whatever age they um, experienced the sexual trauma is like kind of where their voice just stopped maturing. Um, wow. I know it was so interesting. That's and then heavy, Dr. Drew man. stopped being on Love Line and I quit listening to it. Oh, uh, I know, <laughs> but there's so many times they used to call wow. and ask the stupidest questions. <laughs> One time a guy asked and it just like, blo- this is the reason this podcast has to exist. Okay. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, some guy called in and he was concerned that he was going to get an STD because his girlfriend's brother had an STD. And Dr. Oh, Drew was like, God. are you fucking your girlfriend? brother and he was like no and he was like is she fucking her brother and he was like no and then doctor was like that's not how sexually transmitted diseases work then how the like, fuck did he, he just think- thought he just thought because his girlfriend's brother had a sexually transmitted disease Whoa. and that meant he could also get one well maybe he thinks he might have thought it was like it runs in the family like maybe he something. was born with it and it's actually the mom or something yeah. but no i don't think so Whoa. he did not explain it like that, that <laughs> is rough. yeah so oh, i'm just man. saying kids get educated get your sex education on, it's important books, otherwise you sound library. really stupid on the radio Aww. it's something no <laughs> one wants I'm sorry. Oh, so yeah. so <laughs> i found that <laughs> terrifying that like this uh. woman is Oh, God. And that's, like, such a power, like, just, like, giving a man all... Oh, God. Ew. It just makes me so gross. It makes me feel so gross. It's... Yeah. And it's weird that, like, there's always... Even to this day, there's always been this, like, obsession with, like, grown women... Grown women acting like babies. Mm -hmm, And it's, mm -hmm. like, a lot of women do it, I think, without even realizing sometimes. And maybe that's shitty to say. I don't really know. But... Like, I don't know. I do, I do to when I talk to my dog. Okay, yeah, definitely. I do. I do when, talk, talk, to my, when, when I talk to my dog. <laughs> when I talk to my dogs, I use like a uh, like a bit of a baby voice, oh, for sure. and then like I'll say things to Danny in like a kid voice, but it's never, ever in <laughs> sexual environment you ever. I just want to be clear about, clear be- <laughs> about it that, and also and it's also never in a like like. I don't know what would you call that, like an offensive move because right. you're fighting. I don't know. Gross. Yeah, it's gross. But That's then you, gross. I also think back to like I guess movies that were made in that time, and I could see yeah. like me. I don't know. I love Lucy. Maybe she even? or was she? She was kind of cool though. She was cool. She was actually super She's funny. Um, but like Marilyn Monroe is a good example. I think like uh, I I know that was not her real voice. She yeah. just like wanted to sound yeah. like a like 
dainty little girl. Yeah. Which is weird. It is weird. So I think that, I mean, people were obsessed with that. That was also a best-selling book. Like, these people fucking ate that shit up. Because oh it was like, God. I don't know. I think people were just really lost and had no one to talk to about this stuff. And, and it's just like, all stuff. it takes is like one woman in your, you know, to use a shitty, like, example, but... In your like hairdressing salon. Oh yeah. Like yeah. one woman being like, "It's changed my life. Mm-hmm. My marriage is so much better. It's like the yeah. most amazing thing ever." It's like a, it's just crazy the type of conversations that like happen with. I don't know what to call it. Like naive <laughs> women. Like not women. No, no, naive people. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. even just women. But it's totally everybody. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, I feel like I just keep telling you stories that refer to everything, but I have another one. No, good. I love it. <laughs> I was getting my hair done once. Um, and I, my, when I lived back home, my, um, like my mom's cousin or something, she had a little beauty salon in her house and she would like do our hair for like t- close to no money. So I'd go there all the time. And there was one time when I went and Danny was actually with me. He was just sitting in the living room watching TV, but they started talking about, so these are people in, um the south and they started talking about uh like georgia not texas um so southeast uh they started talking about obama and they just they got so much information wrong Mm. one they said he was muslim and like they were just talking about like hussein being his his middle name and like or how like how could we put a person like that in office it was like i was just sitting there quietly like What's happening? Because one, like, you're wrong. He's actually Catholic, but it's right. fine. Um, and wow. also, and what does this name have to do with it? Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's, it's just like crazy how you get in these environments where you're just like chit chatting with people. And then all of a sudden you just start talking about things that make no fucking sense and no <laughs> one is even right. Right. But it, you get it's like being in caught in a little bubble where things just go and they don't go anywhere except for like in your brain. <laughs> and you just go home with it and keep that information forever. Right. Uh, so I can just imagine this like spreading like wildfire. Yeah. Yeah. All of these it, different ideals too is just like I know. And I want to think that like it's husbands, like it's a husband coming home mm. and being like, Dear, read this book. <laughs> It'll help you. Right. And then the woman being like, okay. But it probably <laughs> wasn't. It was probably women yeah. pushing it on women. That's true. It's totally true. I mean, well, that kind of leads into the next um, book that was, well, yeah. So, huh. <laughs> a lot I love of, when you sigh before he's telling me things. So, Maribel Morgan, mm-hmm. um, she was like the big bitch like the big like housewife enthusiast um i didn't mean to call her a big bitch i meant like (laughs) like a big bad bitch like she's like that bitch (laughs) she's like super is she like was she like super outspoken about she was very 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 passionate about her book um that she wrote called the total woman because Mm -hmm. she was in um uh like I guess a, a turbulent marriage um after I guess like six years of being married she was really unhappy and she like couldn't figure out what to do so she wrote this book um so yeah so Maribel Morgan is basically the reason that women were and still like sometimes are discouraged from being anything but a housewife mm. um she was super religious uh Christian and she 
uh, promoted a very like pure Christian lifestyle, which is interesting um, because like this book was a lot about sex. So it was, yeah, I'll get more into that. But um, so Maribel and her husband, Charlie, they got engaged um, six months after they met and he proposed to her in his car. And she then apparently like snuggled up next to him and like fell asleep. And then when she awoke, she heard him say, like, and that's what I want in a wife. So he basically was talking while she was sleeping, like, <laughs> and she was like, she oh, like, my God, like, she missed I, all the, she missed all the, all the stuff. Yeah. So, and she was like, had she been awake, like, I could have saved myself and Charlie years of misery is what she said. And it's like, girl, <laughs> like, also, if she if you woke up. He just proposed to you, and he's like, and that's what I want in a wife. And it's like, you just tuned in. <laughs> like, wouldn't you be like, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? I'm sorry. I just, there was, um, the sound of the car outside, I just missed, like, I don't even know how long that was. One also, more time for me? Yeah. Also, I don't give a shit what you want in a wife, because I am what I fucking yeah. am. Yeah. I would, like, I wish that the meaning behind the statement of, like, if I had just not <laughs> fell asleep during that lecture, mm-hmm. I would have saved just like years of terrible marriage i'm just like i would i wish that you meant by that i would have been able to be like oh that's what you want a wife never mind then (laughs) oh yeah you can have this back and i'm gonna go (laughs) so that's not me and (laughs) exactly so uh these years of misery uh in uh, misery i guess Mm -hmm. inspired her to write the total woman which was uh published in 1973 and it was a self-help book for married women uh, she wrote it because she was unhappy in her own marriage, and she wanted to spice it up. Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> just yes. Spicy, spicy. Um, so, a, a few quotes oh. from this book, because they're just, like, buck wild. I'm um, so excited. <laughs> it's only when a woman surrenders her life to her husband, reserves and worships him, and is willing to serve him, that she becomes... T- really beautiful to him so that is basically like the main the thesis i just got chills you will. i got chills I just- from that statement yeah and like i always knew these things existed like i know people used to say these things but like to actually read these quotes was like so it made it like sink in so much more for me yeah. that things actually used to be this way and the thing is like they still fucking are yeah. subtly not maybe not even subtly, not even subtly, just like yeah. in different I mean, ways. We've made progress, but we're nowhere near done with it. And I think that, um, and uh, honestly, like with everything going on, at least in our country, we're probably moving backwards. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. what is surprising to me is that, like, women, I'm not surprised at all that this existed, that it happened. I I 100% understand and believe it um, because, I mean, it's been, it, that's what our entire, at least, again, I'm solely speaking um, in United States of America history, it has been men, especially white men, just trying to raise their status of power by lowering everyone else's. And um, the thing that surprises me is that these women, it, that they were on board, that yeah. this was coming from a woman. Yeah. The, and, and that it was so firmly believed by everyone, mm. which just blows my mind. Like, where... I, I know that there were some out there that were just like, this is fucking bullshit. No thanks. I'm going to go home and open a beer and just, like, 
fuck all y'all. But exactly. Oh, for sure. But it's also it's it's really interesting to think about like because a lot of people out there are like doms or subs, and mm-hmm. if people are really into like the submissiveness of a relationship. Then I could see this working, but. Um, to preach it to all women and saying like all women need to be this way mm-hmm. if you're unhappy in your marriage and this is why um, and you need to do everything yeah there's no choice for him of... and you can't work you can't like do anything that you want to do everything is for him so yeah even you like even you your whole <sighs> <Yeah>. life <laughs> it's yeah. meaningless yeah, so... unless it's making him happy or exactly. pleasing him in some way yeah and it's ugh, god so more quotes i have a lot (laughs) i just want to hear all about her uh so yeah she was quoted in an interview saying a total woman caters to her man's uh uh, special quirks whether it be salads sex or sports so that's a fun little catchphrase oh look at that her alliteration (laughs) she's just so she's letting loose loose. i love it and one of one of her tips was um, remove all prickly hairs and be squeaky clean from mm-hmm. head to toe. Mm-hmm. Uh, never allow the hands to be still during intercourse. Uh, and Whoa! <laughs> I know. Don't just be like, jazz hands <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. I... Yes. So I love tip. it. Just jazz hand it up the whole time. It's just like you—you just like mid intercourse, and your husband's just like, "What does that sound?" And he looks down, and you're just like making dough for biscuits for breakfast. It's like gotta stay busy, you know. Idle hands or the devil's work or something. I read this in a book. It's for you. This is for you. What you don't love it? Um, Oh my god! uh, Another tip was this is good. I actually really like this because it shows how she's like sort of condescending too mm-hmm. uh where oh, it's like to, surprising. <laughs> um, to bolster a man a husband's ego uh-huh. um ask him to open jars uh. <laughs> for you oh <laughs> Which no i think is really okay <laughs> it's I, it's funny because it's like i can open this shit on my own but i need him it's uh, it's not it's not funny i don't know why it's like because i like I, I know that the woman in this situation is manipulating the man. Right. Um, and, and he's like, oh, I'm so big and strong. I can open this. And then he, like, can't. <laughs> like, what if Oh, my can't? God. That would be the best if he just couldn't. And, she opens it, and there's, and like, so many, there's so many things I want to say about this. First, first, I just love how it takes, like, literally nothing to make men feel good about themselves so and be, true. like, like to reassure them of That's how completely point. amazing they are. It's mm-hmm. like... Thanks for <laughs> twisting something for me. You really are the man. <laughs> you really know how to you twist did it. it. Yeah. You just, you reached top tier today when you opened those pickles for Remember me. Remember this morning when you <laughs> The other thing. Uh, while I try to be a, a, you know, practicing feminist in every way, shape, and form, um, I'm 100% okay with just like pretending like I'm like, you know, you can carry the heavy furniture. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, it's like totally that are. idea of like, 
hey, you're gonna, if you want to play the like strong man right oh, now, yeah. I'll just stand here and that's fine with me. If you're gonna do that, then like, yeah. that's fine. You know fine. what? Show off every, let's just yeah. show off how good you are grabbing and, and picking up and moving things, and I'll just stand here and watch you struggle. That is like one chill. of the few benefits of like this kind of stereotype, because a lot of times if I'm like moving or something, I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm so weak. Yeah. yeah, you can do it for me. Because <laughs> you're right, it really so is kind shitty. of like just a manipulation. It's so like, um, <laughs> listen, I know exactly what you want to hear, and I'm going to give it to you, and then I don't have to move. So, win win, <laughs> honestly. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, and also she she said, like, the whole jar opening thing. She's like, it's not manipulation. We're just doing it because we want to be tip top wives. So she was even like, we're not manipulating. <laughs> this. I really just like can't open this jar. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> so. when I do something purposely to make you think something <laughs> about yourself um, unconsciously, it's not manipulation. Yeah. That's something totally different. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> I love her. I mean, I hate her, oh, but I, I love her. Oh, I hate her, yeah. <laughs> but like, I love her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's really, she's so interesting to me because like, uh, I don't know. There, there are more qu- more quotes that I want to get through I'm too. And like, so she she also was like, um, she was actually really famous for like telling all these women in this book to be like to dress up. <laughs> Not dress up, actually, just to fucking wrap themselves in saran wrap. That, so oh, she was the cause of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So That's like, when amazing. the husband walks in the door, you're just in saran wrap, which beautiful. is beautiful. Oh my god, beautiful. That would be such a bad idea. <laughs> I know. Because it's terrible. Like, I feel like you would just look like a like a dead body. Washed yeah. Up on shore like if like, you're, I guess if you're like not that it matters, way hot. Like, like that like, might be yeah. a turn on. I mean, I don't see why it would be though. Honestly, like there's just nothing attractive about Saran Wrap. I'm also like picturing like <laughs> Saran. Your arms are like Saran Wrap to your body, so you're just like hopping. Oh, <laughs> like- <laughs> you know the the, re- the only like the thi- I this I feel like that has been a joke in like a ton of oh it's, it's definitely been parody. movies and yeah. TV shows. But my first um, encounter with the saran wrap for your man um <laughs> a scenario was in the movie fried green tomatoes yeah and yeah. kathy is kathy Bates? yes she does yes. it i love it yeah that is that was where they got because this was such a huge thing for so long and everybody was like obsessed with it and people like did it all the time with their husbands um but there's like no account of Maribel Morgan actually doing it, which is interesting. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't find anything. But like, um, she wrote more about like how she one day, and it's kind of like it's a little creepy and weird because like <laughs> <laughs> he like her husband came home and she was in this like you know those like baby doll like lingerie like short yeah. like pink whatever yeah um she was in that and like go-go boots and her fucking two little girls were there no and <laughs> as she greeted her husband at the door in this thing mm-hmm. and he like <laughs> so she <laughs> This is her quote about it. So she said, my quiet, reserved, non-excitable husband. <laughs> I also just realized, like, that Aww. was how she That's so nice. True love, people. <laughs> Relationship goals all day long. Oh, <laughs> she just, like, dragged her husband <laughs> in her own book. Like, while she's giving so tips. Fucking- 
God damn, I wish God, she were I do like this kind of like her. I right? hate, like, I I wish hate she it. Were, like a fucking feminist cuz like this could have all been twisted <laughs> in such a different way. Maybe um, she was just like trolling us all. Maybe she I don't know. Like uh, she could have been. Yeah. She could have been. Like and mastermind. like just if only the internet existed for her. She would have taken over the world. Her her not excitable husband took one look at her in this fucking lingerie, dropped his briefcase on the doorstep, uh, and chased me around the table. We were in stitches by the time he caught me, and breathless with that old feeling of romance, our little girl stood flat against the wall, watching our escapade, giggling with delight. Oh, God. We all had a marvelous evening evening together, and Charlie forgot uh, to mention his problems of the day. So... Mm -hmm. So she was like, well, one, he didn't whine, and that was a plus for me. Like, he just comes home, (laughs) and he bitches, and he bitches about how hard his day is. And quite frankly, I just wanted him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay, there's so many crazy things about that, though. (laughs) I can't. It's insane. Like, Oh, God, there's so uh, many crazy things about that. I don't like that. Like I don't the children like it. Wa- oh god, no! Just watch oh my god, if I oh, and then like just the, for, like, oh, the idea no. of what you're wearing, and like what it means, and why is that so? Why is that so attractive? It's Lots weird. Back here. It's Listen, weird. we're gonna leave you with those thoughts. So you just let those <laughs> ruminate. Think about. We're not gonna give you the answers. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna let you no. think about. It. Moving on. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like what the hell. God, different different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Indeed, um, <laughs> I would say that quiet, reserved, unpleasant man definitely experienced some different strokes that evening. <laughs> I mean, her busy this, hands. Yeah, can, are you kidding me? <laughs> she, she did not stop yeah. moving those hands all night. Gross, gross, gross. Um, but this is actually where. This is a quote of hers that I really liked and mm-hmm. wish she had like acted upon because um, she was talking about she was in an interview I think with like People Magazine and um, she uh, admits thinking like whenever like Charlie her husband would like rub her the wrong way she admits thinking uh, if only I weren't teaching like that blasted course because then she like she taught all of these like a total women classes mm-hmm. to women across the country. She's like, if I weren't teaching that blasted course, I'd tell him a thing or two. And I'm like, Oh, like you have so much you want to say to him. It's in there. It's in there. Like you, he pisses you off. But like, I feel like she just, she lets him like, she's there to like please him. And it's yeah. like, it's like, a, it's, it's probably just like that <sighs> idea of like, well, if only I could just, open my mouth and say what I wanted yeah. to, but there's so many things stopping me. That blasted that course. That blasted <laughs> course that she's teaching. And, like, I'll get into that a little bit, too. Oh but, God. like, it's just... <sighs> so it was in there. That's upset. Yeah, like, she's got... It's good to know. Oh, I mean, it. there's hope for us all, you know? Yeah, so her, her Total Women classes came out. Um, she started doing them after the book came out, because um, it was such a big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was $15 for a two-hour lesson. Steal. Um, yeah, fucking bargain. Um... <laughs> So she gained, like, a huge following. Uh, she trained, like, 100 ex- instructors to teach the course throughout the country. Um, more than, like, 15,000 women ended up attending them. And some of those were, like, it was, like, apparently a big deal that, like, dozens of wives of, like, Miami's Dolphins players were a part of this course. Oh, my. <laughs> like, they all graduated the course, which is weird. <laughs> That's just a fun fact. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, these classes taught women to be prepared for sex every single night of the week. So oh boy, it was basically well, like, that's exhausting. 
Right? <laughs> Compare this guy that was like, I only have sex once a day. Oh, yeah. He, I miss the old tame days. The old, the old easy days of... I would never have any time to get Oh, Dave. Done. I miss you, Everybody Dave. Everybody wants to have sex with me all oh, the time. No. Right. So, oh, yeah, this was basically like, have sex every single... Well, be prepared. But it was like, it wasn't like, oh, like it was like be prepared for right. it which is like so much grosser than so don't like, initiate it yeah just like be ready for whenever he wants it which Ew. is like so much worse just I awful like it. i don't like it either <laughs> like it yeah so um yeah so this was obviously like wildly uh, all of this is like wildly heteronormative and it's just like really toxic and um it's obviously like the man's pleasure is emphasized over the woman's. Um, naturally, natural, of course. Like when has it been? <laughs> <laughs> so funny! It's so funny. <laughs> oh man, oh, I love God. to laugh. I know. <laughs> Just light topics, really funny. You know, I don't like uh, to get serious yeah, over here. No, no, never. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Maribel Morgan kind of became the unofficial spokesperson for the opposition of, like, the woman's, uh, to the woman's movement, um, (laughs) which was the, like, the second wave of feminism. Got it, got um, it. Which is so weird, because, like, the reason I think I, I I don't like her, but Mm -hmm. I want Mm -hmm. to like her because I know she has, like, potential, like, Mm -hmm. she, she was the first woman to really normalize like non-procreative sex in like the religious community because she was super religious um and a lot of her book was like had bible stuff in it no sorry (laughs) (laughs) Um, like like, new old testament type deal with you know like corinthians and stuff you get it you know (laughs) you understand um the rapture you know oh my god (laughs) exactly so um, so she she wanted women to like you know get dressed up and like have fun with sex and like yeah, so I don't know. I just find that really interesting how she spoke out about sex yeah. a lot. I feel like if she had that had had done this in a different era, and yeah. she would have been more on the right side of things. Yes, but I feel like she's. Yes. I mean, partially she's awful, and then partially <laughs> she's like a victim of her time. And then partially, I'm kind of into her. <laughs> Very conflicted about Maribel. That's how I feel. Uh, Maribel yeah. Morgan is she's a complicated individual. <laughs> yeah, it it's she's there's so many so many layers, <laughs> and like she she said like before the total woman and she wrote before she wrote all this she was a shrew quote a shrew which i love because i love that word but also like you're not a shrew you were just your husband was probably just a piece of shit and then you did all the fucking work to make your marriage like decent again and it's like well I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. It's like you're choosing to be fake, happy, doing all the things you don't want to do. It's like, you know, at yeah. so, there's like a moment, probably pretty often, when you just like kind of 
are sitting there or lying there and you're just like i am so deeply unhappy right now (laughs) but you just like fake it and you like push it down and you push up the like let me be creepy in like a baby doll outfit with my kids around and it's just like no no, girl no 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 No, there are other ways there's better ways yeah um so yeah, and then she so there was the Total Woman, and then she released the Total Woman Cookbook. Oh, gotta have it. <laughs> I'm honestly so this surprised. Is where the this food is... and sex thing, kind of. I see. Yeah, because I, I was looking into food and sex, and then that kept coming up, and I was like, "What is this?" And then I dove into this whole fucking. <gasps> I'm so happy thing. you did because yeah. this is fascinating. I love it. Because it it's wild. I mean, it's... I definitely still want to hear more about the food, but we got a taste. Oh yeah, we got like a good ice cream. Oh, milk, true. Milk, yogurt milk would probably be included in yeah, there. Like saran wrap is <laughs> saran a food-related item. <laughs> it is. It's true um, for so. your leftovers. Uh, this so. is a teaser for our next, for my next topic, <laughs> so I guess. Um, it's amazing. So yeah, this was her like kitchen survival handbook. Love it. Um, this was published in 1980, so I oh, feel God, like that was like that recent, is right? So soon. Like, that too feels recent. <laughs> not that long ago. Yeah. Ew. I know. Oh, I know. Chills again. Yeah. Oh man, I damn know. it. <laughs> and like, I don't know. This this book should have just been called like food sex and god <laughs> because like <laughs> that's like what this woman was all about she's like make uh, i don't know she was just a fucking freak and she this is where this was actually the book i think where she the whole saran wrap thing oh came that makes sense yeah, yeah food related like food related i get stuff. it yeah i wonder if she just had like a bible <laughs> tucked in there somewhere <laughs> to bring like the trifecta of those things together yeah i'm sure she <sighs> she figured God it out bless her. <laughs> woman driving me insane i hate her and i, I know her. i know right <laughs> i'm so confused sexually <laughs> but she uh also was like greet your husband at the door and like nothing but apron an apron and like heels mm. um and a funny little anecdote is not anecdote because it's not my own story <laughs> but um that'd be really funny but um so one of the miami's Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Um, his wife. I don't know which one it was. Oh, sorry. I don't know. Number thirteen. But number thirteen for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> he. His name was Paul. Him. Paul Danarino. Uh, yep. <laughs> I think there was like a, what, wasn't the Miami, the Miami Dolphins was a football team in Ace Ventura. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so, because of the dolphin. Right. Yeah. They got the dolphin got kidnapped. That is. That Courtney is, Cox and Jim Carrey saved it. They did. And Dan Marino. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm trying. It doesn't matter. Ray Finkel. (laughs) Ray Finkel. This is all making sense now. No, just kidding. Okay. Okay. What happened to the Miami Um, Dolphin wife? (laughs) That was really good. Let's call her. We we need an acronym for her. So it's MDF. No, (laughs) MDF. I was thinking female. She's a wife, though. Different. Those are two different. Which is not her only. Uh, uh, notable quality. I'm, I'm sure. sure. Yeah, she probably was <laughs> but I also smart don't know or what funny. The dolphin is That's or who she is. is. <laughs> no one matters. It doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> what happened to this so, MDW? Uh, she took this course, and her, her husband knew that she had taken the course. Yes. So she came home one day, and he was in an apron and had a hair like just like Aww. an apron on. 
I thought that was funny. That's funny. I feel like he's <laughs> making fun, fun of it. For sure. He's like, this is, see he's how like, stupid this is? I hope. That's funny. I hope yeah. he wasn't a douche. Maybe he was a good one. <laughs> oh, that was a happy MDW. I just want to keep calling it MDW. MDW. That was a good MDW story. I appreciate We're gonna that. We're going to use that acronym a lot. <laughs> yeah, We're going to just really find... I love it. Okay, sorry. Um, so, so, so uh, yeah. So that that little thing happened. Um, she also in this, the cookbook, she was like, uh, "Venture away from the bedroom and fuck under the dining room table." Oh, saucy, which, like, saucy. <laughs> but then I thought about like fucking under the dining room table. Right, that sounds, sounds like really annoying. It's like, like, like wouldn't you maybe on top of it? That's uh, what. You, that's what. But also, there's so many, depends there's on the stability just, of the yeah, table. The, there's the a lot of factors. height of the table. Like, how tall are you? How there's tall just, is he? Yeah. Everybody just don't take risks. Right. I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> do it in your bedroom. And, like, if your hands want to be still, like, let them. Let them be still. <laughs> you don't have to fuck under the table. With your jazz hands. It's there not necessary. to fuck that are fun. <laughs> under <laughs> the dining room table. That just sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. So that was also I dogs. So like I can't do anything near the floor. That's terrible. (laughs) They would just be that would be inappropriate. Inappropriate. They can't know what sex is. (laughs) They don't need to see that. (laughs) Um. So (laughs) she well she actually had a really interesting like upbringing. She had like not a great relationship with her family. Mm -hmm. Um. Her parents uh, got divorced when she was three. Uh, her dad took off pretty soon after. She said she, like, doesn't even have a picture of him. She He was, like, a salesman, and she didn't even know what he sold. Okay. Um, her mom married, like, twice more, and she... Oh. She was... But she was, like, super depressed. She spent all of her time in her bedroom with, like, the blinds drawn, mm-hmm. and it was... I also want to know more about her mom, because her mom would paint these, like, really, like, morose-looking paintings with, like, really dark, like, maroons and, like, really dark greens, and she was just in the dark all the time. Interesting. Um, and Maribel said it was, be- like, she would be left to, like, have dinner with just, like peanut butter and crackers and like just like alone and it um, is all making sense now right it and is. like she even the weird food thing yeah <laughs> and like she um went like 20 years without speaking to her mom afterwards like once she became i don't know present day i know i think maribel morgan is still alive mm-hmm. um she i think she is but she had breast cancer um but i think she survived it uh, don't know where she's at. Don't know what she's doing. Would love to pick her brain. <laughs> yeah, be great, um, uh, Maribel. If you're listening, <laughs> we'd love to chat about we so have many, so things. many questions. But it does that does all kind of like fit. It's weird how right. much that all kind of just like fits into place, and you can just like see it all. Yes. Oh, that's terrifying. It's it's crazy, and like yeah, uh, she was basically on her own with, like, no one to really look up to. Uh-huh. And, like, like is this why she was so desperate to save her own marriage instead of just getting yeah. divorced? Was because, like, her mom got divorced so much. And, and, like, and her and what it did to her mom. So she was yeah. probably like, that was because my mom couldn't keep... Yeah. ...have a happy marriage or keep her husband happy, and so she couldn't be happy. Exactly. When, when in reality, it sounds like your mom may have just had 
a like mental disorder. Yeah, it's weird. You can just see it all like the, the the dad leaving, like being abandoned, and then not being able, like seeing her mom not. You know, I'm gonna say this in a really like gross way, but just mm. for what I'm sure she was interpreting it as. I'm sure I'm absolutely positive. Actually, <laughs> um, no, but like she was probably thinking it like her mom wasn't able to like keep her men happy and keep them around and it's just mm. like wow it's so weird it makes so much sense right and it also is so disturbing to me it is yeah it's it's sad and it's like she went she did she went through a lot and like this is uh she came out on the other side i guess like happy yeah yeah question mark <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah like her i don't know i guess like her her mom was really like inactive mm-hmm. and she wanted to be really active in her own relationships and stuff so maybe that's yeah, like she why she refused to like quit on her yeah. obviously unpleasant marriage but you know mm-hmm. I don't agree with most to all of the things she said but <laughs> I guess at the same time she was able to be a powerful woman right like in she the end. yeah like she had she her own name for herself. she published her books she like did all these classes and she also like I mean, I I guess we won't know for sure if she was truly happy, but if she was truly happy with what she was doing, then, Mm -hmm. like, that's, you're a woman doing what you want to do, and, like, that's sort of a way of being a feminist, but it it also is, like... But also, (laughs) you definitely weren't like what, and you created so many problems, and you're awful. But that was that was (laughs) fantastic. That was you ruined my life. (laughs) But that was amazing. I love that. That was so interesting. It's yeah. I've I've been thinking about this for so long just because I've been looking so much up about it. But it's like I wish there were more. Like I know she appeared on like a lot of talk shows when the book was big, but I couldn't find any interviews and it's yeah, it I don't know. She I I don't know. She's a a wild woman. Indeed. No idea. I wonder if she's like gotten divorced eventually or I probably should have researched that for this episode. I actually have the answer to that. I know. Oh. I looked it up. No, I'm just yeah. no, no. That, I wonder. I wonder where where she is. In... Yeah. I would hope her un- her reserved unpleasant husband stuck by her during her breast cancer, but who knows? Yeah. Um, but that was fascinating. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, she <sighs> she's a, a lot to unravel, but like she, she especially in all that saran wrap, but <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But- <laughs> okay, we're just gonna get the scissors because this is just becoming like a whole thing. Can we just cut you out, please? <laughs> Not as sexy oh, that way. God, I know. But so she, but it's it's interesting because there was the women's movement was happening, and I saw these aprons online that were like um, made at the time she was like trying to be like she was like big with this book and everything and it uh-huh. said these, these aprons said just like fuck housework and I kind of like want one of those that's amazing <laughs> but, um, I would love one of those yeah so there were definitely two opposing sides um, and then her fame kind of blended into like third wave feminism too which is like current day feminism so I mean like the opposition to that I guess was her what she was and it's just so, I don't know I'm so confused mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't, 
like her. <laughs> I, don't I definitely like don't her. like her. I definitely don't. There are parts don't. of her where I'm like, oh, like you, like so you close. got this. Yeah, like so close. <laughs> like come on, break through. I don't know. I. It's like you have me, and then you lost me again with your saran wrap. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So um, I don't think what she did was great for like um, womankind yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. But I would say you're right. I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah that, but as a person, I feel like she had her own troubles, and you know, yeah, this was how she dealt with them. Maybe, that's amazing. but people I'm... took it fucking way too seriously. <laughs> I mean, apparently. Yeah. Like fifteen dollars to learn how to like hate your life, <laughs> just in just two hours. Exactly. <laughs> we can teach you how to literally not like anything about yourself. <laughs> I can do that for the low, free. low price. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just I just need over. like come to my I place. just need like five minutes on the internet and I'm there. Like that's me. So <laughs> that's I don't need your help. I'm so good at hating myself. <laughs> oh well, that was an amazing history oh. of the. Stereotypical housewife. Yeah, I, I really it. should like buy these books now. And, like, I know, I just want to hear. I mean, but first, Cosmopolitan, because the people are waiting oh, for, sure. for their sex tips. They need true. to know. Oh, sorry, yeah. So take from away from this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast, busy hands. Dairy products. <laughs> keep them moving. Keep them moving, Ma- ladies. <laughs> Back rubs. I mean, that's a good way to keep your hands busy. Yeah, uh, and you know, sure. just pump some. Coca-Cola up your vag. Yeah, no big deal. Just like all the ladies did back in the day. Oh my god. Uh, Horrifying. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Go enjoy the rest of your day <laughs> now that we've put this something. bright, bright spot there. <laughs> so happy. Yay. So suck on that. <laughs> you can find us on the internet at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at Frisky History. Um, you can also listen on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google maybe has one. Anywhere podcasts are available. Uh, you can direct your questions, concerns, feedback, and weird sex stories to our email at friskyhistory at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, so, w- bye. Bye. <laughs>